Victoire's day had been utterly routine. Petitions from House Hawthorne members, unpleasant political manoeuvring, a brief barbed lunch with his husband and co-head of house Asmodeus, in which they compared notes about an upcoming dinner with envoys of other houses. Nothing surprising or insurmountable. He was out in the gardens, halfway between his office's open French windows and the river. The lawn, pockmarked with debris and ash, sloped down to what had been the quays by the River Seine, and which was now a roiling mass of grey, iridescent water. He'd made the mistake of sitting on the grass, which meant the trousers of his swallowtail suit were completely damp, and with rather interesting oily stains. His other mistake, of course, had been to use his one hour of leisure in the day to be nice to overwhelmed parents. Uncle toi! Uncle toi! She's stolen my doll! I knee had drawn herself up to the full and rather limited height of a five-year-old and pointed an accusatory finger at Toin's niece, Camille. Her shape wavered between human and dragon, with the shadow of antlers above her pigtails, outlined in the bluish light of he water. Give it back, or I'll tell Auntie Lee! Camille's only answer was laughter, waving the doll around in one hand and the mouldy blanket she dragged everywhere in the other. Now, now... Toin stopped. He stared at the Seine, at the vast expanse of water beneath which hid the troubled dragon kingdom where he'd been born. Something was wrong, but he couldn't put his finger on what. He grabbed the doll from Camille. No stealing, he said firmly. Camille wailed. He ignored her and put the doll back in Aigny's hands. The heat currents of water Faint lines of blue light seemed undisturbed. They curled lazily along the wide paths of pockmarked gravel, around the wide trees whose trunks were flecked with fungus, and stopped at the water's edge. Nothing wrong. Still, nothing he could put his finger on. And yet... Encore toi! He forced a smile he didn't feel. Yes. I need aunt, Van Lee was in Thoin's retinue, part of the dragon court who had come with him to Hawthorne. Both of Aigny's parents had died when she was still a baby, and Van Lee, often overwhelmed, let Thoin take care of Aigny on her behalf. Aigny and Camille were both looking at him. In that uncanny way children had, they stood side by side as if nothing had ever been wrong between them. What are you looking at? Thoin shrugged. The water the city. The other houses? Anyi asked. Auntie Lee said they were aggressive. The way she detached the syllables, she clearly didn't know what the word meant. Toin sighed. She means they want to attack us. Before Anyi could look worried, he said, you don't have to worry about it. Asmodeus and I have the situation well in hand. Or rather, House Hawthorne was keeping its head down and hoping the other houses in Paris would believe them too uninteresting and too uninvolved to bother attacking. A tricky balance to strike. Too weak and the other houses would swoop in like vultures. Too strong and they would ally to take Hawthorne down. And of course, Hawthorne itself wasn't currently in the best of states. Toin had only recently started to rule alongside Asmodeus, and the house was still adjusting to the merging of Toin's dragon magic with the fallen magic of Asmodeus, which it had always relied upon for its own defence. 
Dependents were busy rebuilding the wards and the fallen in the house. The former angels, living sources of magic, were working overtime to repair buildings and cast protective spells. Hawthorne was in no shape to get involved in anything. <laughs>